Hello, I'm Tatiana Antonelli and you're listening to Forward Talks by Groombook, a podcast about moving towards sustainability in the region and beyond. This week, we're sharing a conversation from a few months ago when we attended the Global Forum on Innovations for Marginal Environments held by IGBA in Dubai. The opening address was by Her Excellency Mariam bin Mohammed Al-Mahari, the Minister of State for Food Security in the UAE. Our guest is Patrick Crowley, founder of Chapul, based in the US. Having started out in water resource management, he came across a water-efficient source of protein, insects. I certainly wasn't the first one to, to talk about it. There was lots of academics and there was lots of people promoting the concept, but there was no products and there was this uh, thesis conclusion that everyone had of, oh, culture just won't accept it. The culture's not ready for it. Maybe one day. And so that, that's really what I decided to challenge was, well, maybe culture is ready for it because from my vantage point, our culture wanted change. They, we know what's happening. We know that the current sources of food are unsustainable and, and people want something different. And so I, I started a food company to challenge that cultural perception and, and see if people were ready and see if we could create a market demand as a way of a pull through demand to create a supply chain that has a more sustainable future associated with it than some of our mass produced food products. Many people don't know that actually insects are already used in many, many products that we consume every day. Something I discovered recently is that some makeup that women use like lipsticks or you know a blush has crushed uh, parts of some beetles because that produces that red color that we so much love yeah cochineal that's right yeah. so it, uh, it's just about you know just using a, a resource in a different way and if you think about all the asian countries who already consume insects i remember when i visited indonesia and thailand at the market i i like to think of it as This is just a, a, this isn't something new, it was old, and it's, it was just a little gap where we didn't eat insects, and so it's kind of the end of that gap. The planet's facing some mass extinctions, including in the insect world, and, and so we need to reverse that, and so let's, let's befriend them, let's leverage them in their full capacities, because they're amazing. They're one of the most successful organisms on the planet, and they can exist in many different climates and there we have so much to learn from them and so much to share and kind of collaborate with them to to have a more life on this planet as opposed to the direction that we're going with decreasing life forms on this planet i like the what you said that we should learn to use them and uh, recently last year there was this um, discovery that actually some worms could eat plastic Um, now, what do you think about that? Because, of course, if we start, you know, giving all our plastics, we're going to have billions of worms. What, what are we going to do with those worms? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think that's kind of the, the challenge is that we... Some of the problems that we have is a focus on kind of a single organism as this is, this is what we're going to use to feed us. And, you know, we... It's kind of a developed monoculture style of, of production, and, and usually when you focus on a single variable, you decrease the overall biodiversity. And so, as opposed to focusing on like a commodity crop, let's let's increase the biodiversity let's, of not only on the planet but in, within our agriculture. So, as opposed to thinking of 
hey, here's this one worm that can accomplish like this task all over the world. Let's scale this one variety as, as opposed to that. Like, let's leverage that in its in a localized environment and then a different species to do something else. And, and not just insects, but fungus and bacteria and algae. Often the conversation around you know, the future of food, we talk animal protein versus plant protein. And, and those are just two kingdoms of life on this planet. But, you know, there's, there's six that we've classified as of now and, and fungi and bacteria and algaes, they have a huge role to play in the future of our food and food production and soil health. And so limiting it to, to just plants or animals is, is detrimental and more along the lines of, of that singularity thinking of here's this one solution that we need to scale all over the world. Chapu started eight years ago through a crowdfunding campaign where they raised $15,000. But the company received nationwide attention through their appearance on Shark Tank, a reality show where entrepreneurs pitch to investors, the sharks, to buy into their companies. At Chapul, we're changing the way people think about food, and we do it with an energy bar. Oh, you gotta be kidding. Crickets are an extremely sustainable form of protein. Not only did they receive an investment from Mark Cuban on the show, Season 5, where their episode aired, had an average of 8 million viewers in the U.S. That really scaled the education and the public awareness around the concept. And, and overnight, it was put on the map, basically, for the American consumer. Um, and then in that same year, the United Nations FAO report came out about the viability of insects to feed growing global populations. And so there's a couple kind of landmark events that happened that, that really scaled public perception. So when we started, we were blowing people's minds. And it was, it was very rare that somebody had heard of the concept. And, and now just it, it's rare that people haven't at least heard of it, you know, whether they've tried it or not. It's, it, it, that's even come a long way. You know, I would say more than half the people we interact with have at least tried it. So tell us more about your farm. What are the insects that you actually grow? We're working with a few different insects right now. So we started with crickets in, in food products. And I, I started with that species because we had we were growing them in the in the United States for the pet food industry. So there was some infrastructure for a supply chain. The other insect that we're scaling right now is the Hermatia lucens. It's a fly larva and it's just this incredible bioprocessor of organic material. And, and so that's one of the biggest challenges we have as a planet too is you know a third of the food that we produce goes to waste and so often it's really exciting to talk about new innovations and, and new solutions but just conservation is a huge avenue for a lot of challenges that we have in food security and climate change that's a big just that rotting waste is a big part of, of global greenhouse gas emissions so Insects can be a solution to that, that waste, and they can address it in a much shorter time than you know, our, our most advanced composting system. So you feed that agricultural waste and that food waste to insects, and they decompose it, they fix the nitrogen, they break down the cellulose, and we put that back into the soil. And as that food waste is passed through the insect, it's also been inoculated with this ecosystem of microbes that lives in the digestive tract of these insects. And so it's a way to put life back into our soil with this food waste that we have on the planet. 
So from a nutritional point of view, can we compare, for example, to have the same amount of a filet in terms of protein, if I want to have that with uh, crickets? What is the difference, uh, for example, for 100 uh, grams of crickets and 100 grams of uh, beef? What is the comparison in protein, for example? It's pretty similar. So 60% protein, you know, on, on average. Um, and, and that really, it's radically changes based on what you feed the insect. Um, they really are a complete package. So it's not just protein. They have lots of minerals and um, good lipid, you know, good fatty acid profile, uh, high in B12 and iron, some things that a lot of vegetable-based diets just can't give you. Um, you know, high in, in uh, prebiotic fiber as well. And so it, it really is kind of all in one little, little life pills. Yes, true. <laughs> um, now, do you think we're going to have, like, in the next 10 years, uh, regular crickets and um, organic crickets? Are we going to go that route? The, the next 10 years, we have them right now. <laughs> yeah, we have them right now. So you already have yeah. a difference in the way you feed the insects, if they're your, because, for example, here I see when, when we talk and interview farmers, uh, organic farmers, they have animals in the farms, goats, for example, and they will feed the goats on the organic uh, leftovers of their farms. So whatever the goat produces in terms of milk, for example, and cheese, that then becomes a organic cheese or organic milk. So do we have that already with insects? We do, and it's kind of um, by default. I mean, you, you can't feed an insect something that has pesticides in it or it will kill the insect. I mean, those have been designed. So organic, you know, typically is, is the best feed for insects anyway. But I, I think what will happen in the next 10 years is, is the genetic modification of insects to, to scale faster, to grow faster, to be able to consume a wider range of, of low quality food, feedstocks, et cetera. I, I think that's where the real um, growth within the industry will, will potentially come or differentiation within the industry will come. Here at, um, at the forum, I believe you've met already a few people, you know, in, around the food security sector and agriculture sector. Did anyone um, show some interest, you know, in bringing you over here and maybe start a farm? Not that direct of conversations, but I know that that's been one of the big agendas from Her, Her Excellency and even at ICBA has, has talked about it. And so um, certainly in, in the area, I mean, the, just the focus on trying to increase the amount of food produced here locally, it's, it's inevitable that you're going to look at insect production because that's, it's really scaling right now globally as a, a viable solution for, for these climate changes that we're facing, but also addressing food waste, et cetera. And that's a, you know, you're certainly not immune to, to wasteful <laughs> agricultural production here, even with the resource scarce, you know, climate. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope this is a, a good platform and that if our listeners are interested, definitely to get in contact with you. Yeah, please. Yeah, I'm, I'm very open to the conversation about starting insect farms. Let's put it that way. Fantastic. <laughs> you can find out more about Chapul at their website. That's C-H-A-P-U-L dot com. And connect with us on Instagram at Goombook. Forward Talks is available in your favorite podcast player, so subscribe now for free and you can catch up on all of our past episodes. If you've enjoyed listening, please do leave us a review. 
Thank you and see you next week.